parental guidance is suggested. Drive home with Anthony. This is kind of crazy, but kind of genius all at once. KFC is coming out with a coffee cup that you can eat. When was the last time you heard new so good? Think back to when you got a promotion or when you found out you were having a baby. That elation that you had, was that, did that compare whatsoever to what you just had seconds ago when I told you that KFC was coming out with a cup that you can eat that's basically a cookie? It's a cookie cup. They're going to make a cup that you can pour coffee into. Enjoy your delicious coffee. And then eat. Now, this is a wonderful invention for a plethora of reasons. One, it's wonderful because I can use the word plethora. And that's always great. Two... Do you know how many, right now, as I sit in my car driving home right now, do you know how many coffee cups I'm looking at? Seven. Seven. There's four stacked up in one of my coffee, uh, one of my cup holders alone. Four. Four. I don't know why I can't throw out coffee cups, but it seems to be a little bit of an issue. And I drink coffee a lot, and I have a lot of coffee cups in here right now. Now, one of them is my, so six really useless coffee cups because one of them is currently holding the cup of coffee that I have. So we're not gonna have that problem anymore because I'm gonna suck down these coffee cups. They're making these things out of cookies and they're putting this like food friendly white chocolate heat resist, it's a heat resistant white chocolate. When was, the, when was the last time you heard that chocolate was heat resistant? So that, that concerns me a little bit. But it's a heat-resistant white chocolate that will line the inside of the cup so the coffee won't melt it. But the cookie, I guess, will slowly absorb it somehow so that by the time you finish the coffee, you're going to have a delicious cookie to munch on. What kind of Clark Griswold cereal varnish crap is this? I mean, does this sound safe to eat? I'm not even sure, but I'm going to try it. This sounds exactly like the stuff that 30 years later they're like, and the cancer-causing agent, you know, you turn on the news and you're like, uh, lawsuits were handed out today. Would all the crap that we've had in our lives that we find out all these years later caused some cancer or bad disease, with all of that knowledge, the day cookie coffee cups come out of KFC, I'm going to be the first online. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there like a nerd on Star Wars opening weekend, man. I'm gonna be all about it. Who doesn't wanna eat a freaking coffee cup soaked with a cookie, cup soaked with coffee? Are you serious? The best news ever. This upset me though. You know where they're, you know where they're rolling this out? In the UK. Now, we just talked about this on a previous episode of the podcast with Burger King and their home delivery service that they're trying out in the UK. Since when did the UK get all the amazing stuff first? When? They're still 
the British Empire is still in full effect. If you don't think that that's true, you're you're an idiot. You're an idiot. They're still ahead of us. You can say America is the greatest country in the world. All right, that's fine with me. But you can't argue that we're just we're we're second fiddle to Britain with everything. Empires. They got to the Navy thing first. They colonized us first. That, that's basically my list. Here's my top three list of things that Britain beat us to. Four. The Beatles and rock and roll. Uh, colonies. Burger King home delivery. Edible cookie coffee cup. That's the four things. They're killing us. We're down for nothing right now. Now, there's a, a whole bunch of other things you can probably go ahead and add to this uh, list, this little game, and build up a score. But right now, we're down for nothing. We're down four touchdowns. It's 28 nothing when you think about it. Colonies, the Beatles, edible cookie cups, and Burger King home delivery. Hard time forgiving, even hard again. Before you do, son, you might regret it. Hard time forgiving, even hard again. Before you do, son.
of the UK and music and how they're beating us. Um, Led Zeppelin, right? There's a group of kids who played cashmere on xylophone that rocked cashmere harder and better than any version I've ever heard from Led Zeppelin. Listen to these kids. They completely just rock this friggin' song out. They're so good. Kids are just murdering this song. They're killing it. It's so good. Like I'm so like this gives me so much hope for the future. You know? It just gives me so much hope for the future. You think like who came up with this? Whose idea was this? And then they and then taught the kids and they killed. What like what great music teacher? I didn't have music teachers like this when I was in school. And nor was I able to play the xylophone. Like some of these xylophones are amazing. They're beautiful looking. You know what I had in grammar school? I had a recorder. You know what a recorder is? A cheap piece of flute. That's exactly what it is. There is no other way to describe it. It's a cheap piece of flute. That's what a recorder is. A plastic piece of garbage that somebody my age in a third world country put together. That's exactly what the recorder is. And that's all we had in school. That's what we got. When they told me I was playing the record, I remember. I remember in grammar school, they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna need." I forget whatever it was, like fifteen bucks or something. That should have been my first clue. Any instrument you can purchase for fifteen bucks that's not a harmonica is going to suck. It is going to be. You're not going to make beautiful music. But I remember them going, "We're gonna get recorders. You got to bring in money." You're gonna buy the recorder. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell? I don't understand. First of all, the only thing I know it records is a tape deck. This was a long time ago, kids. All right, all right. Some of you iTuners that are listening, we had tape decks back then that recorded stuff. I don't even know if you re- could record things on a VCR at this time. At this point, I'm not even sure. But you know, microphones recorded things, tape deck recorded things. I didn't get how we were gonna produce music with a recorder. And then they showed me a picture of it, and I'm like, oh, that's a flute. And they're like, well, not, not exactly, because flutes are sophisticated pieces of musical equipment, and the recorder is a cheap piece of Expletive. flute. So it's slightly, di- like, they don't explain that to you, but I wish somebody would have. My whole life could have changed if adults just lied to me less when I was a young kid. Like, just, you know, just be a little bit more upfront with the kids. That's all I'm saying. Just be a little bit more upfront. Because I'm under the assumption, I'm like looking at this thing going, all right, well, that doesn't look impressive, but you're the music teacher, so if you're telling me we're going to make some music off of this thing, I'm, I'm excited. I'm getting excited. I'm thinking maybe some Led Zepp. Perhaps we do some Almond Brothers. Like, I'm going to go through my... Like, this, like, I'm excited. My teacher told me, I go, all right, I'm going to go home with my dad. I'm going to go through his record collection. I'm going to grab some of my sister's stuff. I'm going to put together a little bit of a mixtape for you because this is the kind Expletive. of shit I want to come back and play. When we come back with the recorders, with the, with the many awesome plastic flutes. 
I got all excited. I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to be in a band. We'll start a band. We'll all start a band. You know? And then, you know, like, you get the recorders. I remember, like, a recorder day, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, this thing sucks. First of all, everything is high-pitched. Nobody can play the damn thing. I don't know if you know this about a recorder, but there's a hole on the bottom that you have to keep plugged up at all times if the rest of the recorder is going to work. So you, you, you have the part where you put your mouth on it, then hole on the bottom, and then past hole on the bottom, there are just a bunch of other holes on the top. And as you put your finger down or take your finger off of those holes, it changes the pitch of the whistle, which makes you think, and any logical person would think at this point, then why the hell is there a hole on the bottom? Why is there a hole on the bottom if I'm required to keep my finger on it all the time? This is what drove me crazy as a child. This is what drove me up a damn wall. My teacher goes, you know, I'm like, you know, I don't, I gotta keep my, keep your finger on the hole in the bottom at all times. Well, then I got an idea. Give me some, give me some plastic and some glue. I'm gonna fix this right now. Cause I don't know about you, but I am a fourth grader. I can't seem to keep my middle finger on that top hole and my thumb on the bottom hole. I just don't have regular sized fingers. I know all the other kids do, but I was blessed with, blessed with duck hands without webbing. They're just, I have dog paws. I don't have real fingers. It was very stressful at the time. It was very stressful at the time. But you look at these wonderful kids and they just, they're, they just, they're just xylophoning it away. I didn't have wonderful music teachers like this. I still remember my music teacher too. I don't know if I could say his name. I don't know if I could say, I'll change the first letter. Like, uh, Mr. Callia. I changed the first letter. This way he can't sue me for anything. It was a nice enough guy, but he really, he oversold the recorder to us. He really did. You know, I'm coming in. I got, you know, <laughs> I got half the Zeppelin catalog. I got all, I got to eat a peach. You know, I got all these things and I'm going, hey, maybe we should start spinning some of these things. I think we played Row, Row, Row Your Boat for four months. Do you know what kind of damage that does to a person, their psyche, when you just nonstop hear bad versions of Row, Row, Row Your Boat? as bottom, you know, as your thumb is falling off the bottom hole on the recorder? Who put that bottom hole there? What idiot? Always keep your finger on the bottom hole of the recorder. All right, well, give me some Elmer's glue or something. Give me some Elmer's glue and 10 pieces of construction paper because I'm going to seal this bad boy up because it don't need to be there. It just doesn't need to be there. But these kids are amazing, which gives me hope for the future. It makes me think that they're doing something better in school now than, than we had. If they're getting xylophones, they must be. Say goodbye 
If you're a decent human being, you will A, purchase something from Amazon off of the links at anthonyonair.com so you can support this podcast, and B, make sure that that item is not a recorder. Because if you're going to go out and buy a recorder for your kid, then I don't want you listening to this thing. All right? Maybe you're buying it for your niece, nephew, son, daughter, cousin, whatever. We need to stop production of recorders today. Want to buy them something? Get them a flute. Get them a real musical instrument or a xylophone. Like the Led Zeppelin kids, all right? AnthonyOnAir.com has some great deals for Amazon. Most of us are doing our shopping on Amazon. We've heard of Amazon Prime. We don't know what it is. We like listening to audio in our cars or while we work out. We know this will all be true. We can make this all work to keep all these things going even more just by clicking on the Amazon banners at anthonyonair.com. Under the uh, podcast page, we have specific ones for you. So if you would like to try Amazon Prime for free for 30 days, you can do so there. And just by you clicking and signing up, that helps the podcast. If you're going to order something, a musical instrument or whatever, click on the Amazon banners, any of them, any of the Amazon banners, especially on the homepage if you're shopping, and that will go and help support the podcast. Maybe you want to download some free audiobooks from Audible. Bang Biscuit, two free books right now. You get them for free. 
and we get a little bit of, Amazon peels back some of them profits for us and throws us a couple cents here and there. That's how we keep the podcast free. And also, again, let me stress this, do not buy anybody a recorder. You're listening to Anthony. People sometimes have a hard time with me because I'm not political. I'm not Democrat or Republican or independent or Greenpeace or Pinkpeace or whatever. I'm not any of these things. I am in my own political party, which is called Logical. I'm in the political party of Logical, which is I base all of my decisions on what makes most sense for me. Now, I wish I could be fair for everybody, but unfortunately, I'm not living everybody's life. I'm living mine. So I like to go through and vote for people and, you know, pass along ideas that make the most sense for me. That's really it. Uh, Net neutrality is really a big deal. And finally, finally, I was just reading this piece in the New York Times that finally the FCC, which is just a massive pile of garbage, uh, is going to allow for net neutrality. Now, the argument is not done altogether, but for right now, it looks like our government is going to step in and recognize the internet for what it is, which is a public utility. It's a public utility. It's a shared entity. It is just like the roads I am driving on right now. Nobody owns it. We, the people, own it. You know, it's the Declaration of Independence, man. It's a bridge. It is all these things. We share these things. Some of these are my roads. Some of these are your roads. Some of these are this state's roads. Some of these are those states' roads. But you know what? If you want to get from this side of the country to the other side of the country, there better be some damn roads there. And we better make sure we keep keep them up and take care of them so that they are there. So what big cable companies wanted to do, like Comcast and Verizon and all these, just, and I'm not, look, I am up, I am total, make as much friggin' money as you possibly can. I, you know this about me. I think everybody should be able to make as much money as they can. But at some point, there has to be, when, when things are getting crazy, when you're just overwhelmingly profiting at some, and you want to continue to, and you want to put things into place that make you make even more money, like at some point, you got to like, just take a step back. And that's what we have here with the cable companies because they are just making money hand over fist. They're into all these endeavors. And then they came up with the idea of, well, let's slow down the internet for some people and keep the internet just as fast for others who pay us more. Now, it's one thing to be like, hey, we're developing this new technology. So if you want to go faster, pay us more so we can continue to develop this new technology and make the internet faster. That would be one thing. I could almost understand that, but that's not what they're saying here. Here's the difference. The internet is already going 55 miles per hour. They want to lower it down to 35 for everybody else and charge you to go 55. They're not saying the internet's 55 miles per hour right now. We're developing new technology to make it go 75. That costs money there, and we have to charge you more if you want to go 75 so we can, you know, pay for R&D, figure out how to do this, do it, put the infrastructure in place. (laughs) Bacchus, no. No, they want to charge you more for the speeds that we've already grown accustomed to because the internet up till this point has literally been the wild, wild west. We've just started developing it. It's still a new thing, you know? And these companies that are our ways to link to each other, that link to one another, want to make even more money off of us, which again, I am all in favor of more money for companies. I'm not here to run anybody else's business, but in this instance, it's a little bit different because the internet is a little bit different. 
you know? If a company wants to improve their product and charge more for it, I am all for that. But when it is a public utility like the internet is, it's gotta be free. And it looks like the FCC is gonna uphold net neutrality and uh, make sure that these companies don't uh, charge more, basically, for you to use the internet that you have been using. And it is unbelievable to me that this has become a partisan issue. Republicans were in favor of this. And the Republicans are always fighting an image problem, as are the Democrats, too. But you're not going to, you know, the, 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 the image problem the Republicans are fighting all the time is that they're not cool and not hip. And everybody on the Internet, if you're trying to mess with that, I mean, what do you think is going to happen to you? If I'm in the Republican Party and I'm being lobbied by all these major companies, which the Republican Party is, and that's cool, and so is the Democratic Party. Uh, but overall, the Republican Party was in favor of this internet slowdown and charging for higher tiered internet speed. I'm in the Republican Party. I am literally calling a closed door meeting at midnight with all that good scotch, passing it out, going, guys, we have a little bit of an image problem. Maybe this ain't, ain't the one to go after. I like getting my little cashola from internet providers, I really do. And I wanna you know, show them the best care I possibly can. I wanna represent my constituents, especially the rich ass internet ones. But at some point we gotta look at this thing as an overall image uh, issue and just say to ourselves, maybe we should just let this one be. You know, maybe we should just let this one be. Because if a company came out and said, you know, I, I get that, uh, you know, we have all these roads and everything like that, but we're gonna invent a new road that's that's even better, uh, you know, it's going to be great, you would be looking at it like, well, I'm not going to pay more for the roads I already have. I, I got roads. I can get around. And again, that was a bad example because it's not even like they're inventing roads. It's like a company came up to you and said, we're going to keep the roads the way they are, but we're going to charge you a lot more for them. And then the one-lane roads, the highways we're going to charge you for, but the one-lane roads... There's no charge there. Look how great are we? Well, you'd be like, no, one, ro one lane roads suck. Highways are what get me places faster. I don't want to be on a one lane road. I often criticize the government as does everybody else. That's what happens when we only have one of anything. You have one president, you have one Super Bowl champion, you have one, you know, when you're the one, you're gonna get criticized. Uh, but I gotta say, they nailed it on this one. And this is not a slam on Republicans and it's not a reigning endorsement for Democrats because there were some that were split on both ends. But it's just funny to me that the Republicans are fighting this image problem. And let's be honest, the Republicans are poised to take back the White House. Here's their chance. This is what we do in our country. We follow up eight years of Democrat with eight years of Republican and vice versa. So, the, I mean, it's in their court. It's their game to lose. They have a 10-run lead in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, you know, you got to slam it home, fellas. You got to slam it home. You got to close this game out. You got to win. And, and issues like this that directly affect everyone, like immigration affects everyone, but affects people in Arizona a hell of a lot more. You know what I mean? Taxes affect everyone. Internet affects everyone. There is nobody but our lovely Amish friends that don't use the internet. We all you. Grandma's on the internet. Okay? Grandma can't see. She can't drive. She hates everybody, especially Cousin Emma. Cousin Emma's kind of a dick and deserves it. Uh, but 
she is on the internet. She's on friggin' Perez Hilton, checking out what's going on with those damn Kardashian kids. She's all over it. You can't start interfering with things that people count on and have been counting on, and are a public utility. It just doesn't make any sense. And the fact that the Republicans kept up this fight for so long, and I get it because they're... Their, their backers are the big companies. It's still a bad move. It really is still a bad move. At some point, you just have to say no. There's been plenty of times when companies will come to me and want me to endorse a product or talk about a product or talk up a product even more or something like that. And if they're a great company or, and they're, you know, they're trying hard to do something or they're, you know, they have great intentions, it's a good product, whatever, Bam, I'm all on board. If I believe in it, all on board. If I know it to be true, that it is not a good idea, I politely decline. And the idea of, you know, taking down net neutrality is one that anyone should politely decline. I put a Because you're mine You better stop the things you do I tell you I ain't lying
support the uh, podcast here by going to anthonyonair.com and clicking on the Amazon banner and ordering up whatever you'd like. Enjoy yourself some of this net neutrality and know that you're getting lightning fast speeds when you download the Anthony on Air podcast and go to anthonyonair.com and click on those Amazon banners. Lots of great offers up there right now, like two free books from Audible. You click on that banner and you will get two free downloads to check out some books, which is just amazing. I know you guys like listening to audio while you're in the car, while you're working out. Here's a chance to get two big books. I, I would say get the biggest books you possibly can. You know, get the most for your money. But maybe you're interested in another book that's uh, not as big. So go for that. It's your prerogative. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm not here to tell you how to butter your toast. But go to anthonyonair.com and click on those Amazon banners and get yourself some freebies. You could also try Amazon Prime for 30 days completely for free. These things cost you nothing. You get some enjoyment and pleasure out of them. And it helps us run the podcast and maintain the website. So that's a nice little thing. That's a win-win for everybody. That is net neutrality for all. AnthonyOnAir.com. Click on the Amazon banners. They're on the homepage, also on the podcast page. You're listening to Anthony. Here's something that baffles me because I want to make sure that I hit everything and don't miss a thing. When you think to yourself, boy, who's looking out for me? Now, I want you to remember your old pal Ann is always looking out for you. Always. I need help with my 401k. I'm looking out for you. I'm not going to help you. It's not going to work out. I'm going to try really hard. It's not going to work out. But everything else, your old pal Ant's got covered. I'm all over it. And we're lagging behind in some areas. We're behind Britain in a couple of areas. We're behind the rest of the world in a couple of areas. Uh, But as a world, as a people, as a human race, we could just be doing some things better. For instance, it's 2015. How in 2015 do we not have more varieties of the Twinkie? How has this friggin' happened? How? I want to know. There are multiple versions of the Twix bar. You got your caramel standard. You got your peanut butter. You know what I'm saying? We've gotten into everything. You want a Snickers bar? Awesome. You can get, you know, your nougat and your regular milk chocolate. You can also get yourself a little dark chocolate. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Alma Joyce got you covered. Sometimes you don't. Mounds. Mounds. How do we... How Twinkies? One variety of Twinkie. How have we been allowed to go on in a society like this with only one variety of Twinkie? We the people deserve more. We deserve a whole lot more. Do you know when the Twinkies were invented? 1930. 1930 the Twinkie was invented. It has not been improved upon in 85 years. 85 years. <coughs> I'm getting upset. Let me take a sip of coffee here. This would be like if we can't... Imagine going back to dial-up internet. Imagine. Imagine if we were still running on dial-up internet. That's where we are The Twinkie is the dial-up internet. We're still on the friggin' basic Twinkie. How has this been allowed to happen? You're telling me over the course of 85 years, no one thought to stick some peanut butter in the Twinkie. Nobody thought, boy, you know what would be delicious in here? Some friggin' peanut butter cream. Not one person had that thought in the Twinkie factory. Not one. Not one person. 
How about some raspberry uh, jam in there with the cream? Oh my God, that'd be delightful. It would be delicious. We're still running out the basic Twinkies. What happened? What happened? Oreo. Do you know how many Oreo varieties there are right now? Oreo is the high-speed net neutrality internet of the, the dessert aisle. Oreo is doing some amazing things. I wish there was a friggin' excellence in food award that I could give to the Oreo company because they're just doing an outstanding job. We got an Oreo with cream. You want more cream? Double stuff. You want even more than that? Triple double stuffed Oreo. There you go, my friend. We got chocolate cookie Oreos. You want a vanilla cookie Oreo? We got a vanilla cookie Oreo. Oh my God, there's some people that want a vanilla and a chocolate cookie Oreo together? Bang, biscuit, there it is, you got it. Vanilla chocolate on either side of the vanilla cream. Vanilla cream, not good enough anymore. You want chocolate cream? <laughs> chocolate cream. They even have peanut butter cream. Have you had the peanut butter cream Oreos? I mean, they really make you want to stop and rethink your place in society. I mean, they really do. They make me want to retire and go down to Grand Cayman with a whole box load of peanut butter cream Oreos and just live the, life, uh, uh, live the rest of my life on a beach. They're amazing. They're paradise. They're just paradise. The, the peanut butter filling chocolate chip uh, uh, Oreo is the finding a 20 in your pocket of dessert cookies. They're just, you, you bite into it and you just think, holy cow. Candy corn at Halloween time, uh, raspberry, whatever. Oreo cookie is expanding their horizons. Expanding. Could you imagine living in an America without women having the right to vote? Because that's where Twinkies are living right now. That's the land that Twinkies are living in. It is 1930 inside the Twinkie factory. No wonder these animals went out of business. They, I mean, they don't know what they're doing. The basic Twinkie. Like I said, the Oreo cookie, the cream and the chocolate cookie. It's an institution. It's the standard in cookie. There is no, you can argue between Oreo and chocolate chip cookie, but there's no doubt in anybody's mind that those two cookies stand above all the rest. And Oreo stood there, chest pumped out, big smile on their face and went, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna change the iconic chocolate cookie to vanilla. We're not worried. We still got our basic thing there. You know what we're doing? We're expanding, we're progressing. We're becoming better. Did nobody think to make a chocolate cake, friggin' Twinkie, a chocolate Twinkie? Or a vanilla Twinkie, Twinkie covered in chocolate? How am I the only one thinking of these things? This is the basic. This is the basics. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. We have deep fried Twinkies, which is great, but that did not come from the Twinkie folks. That came from the hardworking Americans that make this country a great place to live. Just a great place to live. They thought, boy, I'm gonna take this snack, stagnant, wonderful cake and I'm gonna make it, a, I'm gonna dip it in some, some batter and make it a little bit better. They fought. They, these people, these streetcar you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, public grounds, fair, you know, stay fair people. These people, they're the ones. They're the ones who fought. These, they're the same people that fought to make our world a better place. They're the same people that fought to give women the right to vote. They're the same people that freed the slaves. There was some 
little guy with a little President Lincoln heart in him that looked at that Twinkie and said, I'm dipping that in batter and I'm frying it. These are great people. These are great people in our society, none of which work for the Twinkie company. That's for sure. That's for sure. Because they don't want to expand. They don't want to live in a bright new world. They don't want women voting and they don't want net neutrality. They don't want a variety. They don't want high-speed internet. They want dial-up. They want to limit us. They want to keep us in the one Twinkie world. How hard is it to bake up some chocolate cake? And if that's even too difficult to mess with the recipe, well then shoot some chocolate cream in the middle of that bad boy and get some peanut butter cream in there. Nutella, friggin' something, holy cow. You guys are driving me crazy. Now I'm really in a bad mood, I'm very aggravated. It will only take a Twinkie to calm me down from this aggravation and the problem is, it's the Twinkie that's aggravating me so much. So I find myself in quite the quandary. I remember when I still was young in the sun I knew hardly any worries Now the story's changed and all is fading away Won't you stay until the daybreak? I was young, I was young I was young, I was young I was young, I was young, I was young Now the story's changed now.